Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to episode six of Thoughts with Ron. My name is Ron and welcome to my show. This is a very special episode today because this is the first episode I have a guest on. He is one of my friends from a very long time. His name is Sunday. Say hi, Sunday. Hello. And me and Sunday, we've knew each, uh, we've known each other for at least high school, right? High school. Yeah, high school, yeah. Man, but we known each other for a while and he was very uh enthusiastic to come on the pod and I'm very grateful for him to be on today. So, uh let's just get into these topics. All right. I'm ready. So, how do you feel about Adam 22? Oh man, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, I've seen a lot of things about Adam. Like everyone's calling him a cuck, obviously, which like makes sense. But at the same time, I've seen like some people's takes, like Abba and Preacher's take. Their take was just like, you guys are calling him a cuck, but like he's in this industry of porn. And my honest opinion, I think like I think he knows he's being a cuck on purpose, and I think he's using it for clout. In my opinion. Because this dude is like, he could have just been like, oh, yeah, I hired a black dude to fuck my wife. And then now it's like, oh, now now he's making it a whole beef situation, which he didn't have to. So I, I think he's monetizing being a cook. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. Because mm-hmm. if you've seen his tweets and stuff, he's literally just farming the engagement. Like, it'll just be like, it'll just show him, like, lifting, like, minimal weight and being like, you need to have physical and mental strength to let your wife fuck another man. <laughs> I am the strongest man out there. But have you seen the newest interview with the guy that uh, he let fuck his wife? You know, that he did an interview. I, I saw that. that. Was that the one in the van? I think that interview. I think it was the one in the van and it was a lady doing the interview. And he was just going on being like, yeah, I just pulled out some new moves on her. And she was just loving it every single moment of it. And she just goes, oh, there was also a time where she just kind of just took it out and ate it and i was like oh i I couldn't be adam 22 man i couldn't like i found out like apparently he mentioned how adam like adam was literally just there filming the whole thing like he was literally the one with the camera what just like (laughs) catching the angle and i'm like Uh -uh. uh-uh no wife getting fucked bro like that ain't no way (laughs) ain't no way he i didn't know about this he was he was the cameraman he he filmed it. Oh. He personally filmed it. Like he had like this uh he had like this camera that was like on a rig and shit and he would just be walking around the bedroom just getting all types of different angles. He probably had to edit that shit too. <laughs> probably had to edit that shit. Somebody somebody asked He him, had like, the uh, he had to sit down with the raw footage and edit that shit. Probably had to edit that shit though. I mean, what would how what would you do for the back, Sunday? Like, how far is too far? That is too far for me. And I know this is relatively old news now, but every single time I just hear updates about it, I'm just like, this has to be from like a storybook or something. This sounds like from a like a cucking thing from a porn, bro. Like, it is just so stupid. Like, how much money is enough for you to sell your dignity and your marriage and just publicly put it out there forever? Because that shit ain't going away. Kid, right? They have a daughter. What? You didn't, they you have didn't a, know that? They have a daughter, dude. They have a daughter. They have a daughter. I found that out because um, I think on one of the podcasts he brought up how he like he has a daughter. And I was like, yeah, I got a daughter now. It's no so I'm a daddy. All type of stuff. I'm just like, bro, like, why are you like your daughter is gonna grow up one day and she's gonna stay on the internet? Yeah, my dad 
use cucking to get clout and fame. Like he he bought his wife a brand new car, like to celebrate her first BBC. I'm like, what? Like, dude, what are you doing? What? That's that's crazy, bro. He must be farming that engagement though. He must be loving it. Oh, he, he, he must be. He must be loving it. Bro, and I'm not bro. gonna get into the other drama with Adam Twenty Two about him being allegedly, I repeat, allegedly a pedo. I'm not even gonna get into that. But this is just too. he, yeah. But just for this podcast's sake, allegedly, don't feel like getting copyright struck. But right, allegedly, that. And then that's gonna go into our next topic. Okay. All right. All right. Instagram accounts that should not exist. This has been a pet peeve of mine since this week. Okay. I follow a lot of people on Instagram. Some that give me inspiration. Some just because. And the kind of Instagram accounts that I hate to the bone are the animal Instagram accounts. You know the accounts? What is that? It's like an account that's like from the perspective of the dog. And it's like, my mommy is. And then they'll put like the mom's Instagram account, like the person running the page. And it'll be like, my daddy is all that. And all the photos are just of the dog acting cute. And all the captions are like from the dog's perspective. And they always talk in like a baby voice. They're like, my mommy thought I looked cute in this cape, but I just wanted to get it off. And it's just a, and it's just a dog wearing a costume. I don't like bringing the fact of you having this whole entire, basically monetizing your animal for it. Just let the dog be a dog because they have like, Sometimes these people have like merchandise for their shit and it's just like the dog doesn't want to do that shit. The dog just wants to sniff his ass all day and run around in the grass. So what are you doing? Bro, like you ever you ever you ever be on Instagram and like you see like certain accounts where like you have people that put pictures of their dog and they have like a subscription, like Jennifer Dog Mom. I'm like, bro, why are you treating your dog like it's a human being? Like I I understand people love their animals, but like People treat their animals like they're like they're a functioning child. That that dog, all it wants to do is eat, like take a poop and sleep, and that's it. Like <laughs> I don't know what I never don't that even mindset. get me like, fucking started, bro. It's not a child though. Really, that, that that's like every single other girl on like Bumble. They're like, <laughs> oh, I hope you like kids, and then the kid is their like their fucking Chihuahua, and I'm just chihuahua. like, bro, that that little homie's about to be gone in like five years. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or I think we talked about this before in like Xbox parties and shit or like when you follow Instagram models or shit or you know there's Instagram models that only show their ass like that's what they're known for or whatever right there there's no problem in that I'm not saying do what you need to do hey who am I to judge but if you were known for posting your ass in bikini shots, then all of a sudden you post a picture or you post a pic of your kid and being like, he is the light of my world. I can't do anything without him. Bro, no one cares about your damn kid, bro. <laughs> no bro, one. I've, seen, I've come across so many accounts of like Instagram models that you feel like, oh man, she's so good. She looks nice. She's hot. And then like you come, like you just, you're swiping, right? And you just see like, this is my son. He's 18, just graduated. I'm like, like, congrats, like you got a son that's cool and all. It's just I don't know. I like you have that dynamic of like showing ass, and you got a kid. Like your son has friends who have friends that probably got Instagram, and they could probably see that shit. Like my know, favorite like, game to play with those type of people is called 
look at that post, then immediately go to their reels and see the latest video they put out because it's mostly just them shaking their ass. So it's just a 180, the he's the light of my life, he's my man, I can't do anything without him to just to work in the middle of the fucking street. I mean, I mean, I, I, I got nothing against a mom that wants to be proud of her body. It's just, it's just kind of, it's a weird duality of being like. Do it on like, the other Instagram account. Do it on your main yeah, one. I, not I, on, I, like, that's just weird. <laughs> do it not on the, the booty one. How, how about that? You know? It's like, it's like ass, ass, ass. This is my son. You know, first car, you know, bought with harder money. You know, thank you fans. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> oh brother. Oh brother. I, this, uh, and while we're on this topic, I'm going to go to the next one that you actually submitted in, Sunday. Um, the should we be scared for our society? I want you to yeah. go in on that. Yeah, man, because uh, I've been on like I'm a I'm an intellectual. And I like to just study shit a lot. And it's hard not to see our society change because you, when you're looking at everything, especially through the Internet, man, everybody feels like. You can feel like there's a lot of anxiety in the world, like with AI, with businesses and like, you know, at first we were stressing about Ukraine, but now now it's just let's give you a pitch about money. And, and then the thing is, it's like you're, it's just there's so much happening, like with social media, social media is rotting everybody's minds. People are worried about their jobs. Right. There's like this whole fear mongering about America and, and like the decline of the West. And the biggest thing that scares me is like my, my, what scares me is my generation, particularly, I guess, ours, because I look at our generation, and you and I are pretty chill, and our friends are pretty chill. But if you look at mm-hmm. certain people, younger people, you start to question, like, bro, like, what's happened? Like, you got our younger generation doing like these stupid ass challenges, and you know they're trying to do like all these things for clicks and likes. And you got people who have like these views, and like, like, there's like there's some people I see, or like our generation who's younger, who believe in this thing called like trans racialism, where like you can like change your race. Like, if you're, yeah, like, that shit's stupid. It's like Chinese. I want to. I want to change to Japanese. Like what? And especially since the 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 popularity of like the pranks now. Now, yeah, back in like the golden age of YouTube, people did pranks, but they were either like wholesome, fun pranks or some shit like that. Like you were prank the drive-through worker or whatever. Or the pranks used to just be staged, right? Like no one wanted to say it, but those pranks were staged. Now you have the pranks where I don't know if you the the prankster over in the UK would literally steal old people's dogs. He would walk in the people's houses, and now he's going on like since his you know five minutes of fame goes up, he's purposely going on these news stations and podcasts and making a fool out of himself just uh, just to be like, oh, the character I do. You know, he's just a character. He's satire. He's not any of that. But it's just, I feel like with our generation, it's one because everyone wants to feel like they belong and they do something and they want to have a job basically like this. Now, I make no money as of right now off this podcast. I'm just doing it because it's a passion project of mine. But everyone dreams to have a job like this where it's no nine to five, no work schedule. No, you can make up your own rules. Everyone wants to be an influencer. And then the second thing I've talked like tremendously with all my friends, they will tell you it's because of the hyper like sexuality of this generation, how they just sexualize everything like you can't have nothing like you can't have anything in like innocent without someone like sexualizing it it is just so fucking weird and i just don't like it 
And it's disturbing too because like like if you go to certain accounts of like certain young girls, it's like you think, oh, this is probably like a grown ass woman. Like she's probably in her twenties. Like no, this is this is a sixteen year old girl. It was like like I think the saddest thing I ever saw was like I saw like this clip of like it was like this dude on Omegle and he was just doing like the typical like Omegle things where like you just like come across random people and do and like just do dumb stuff. He came across a girl who was like fresh out of high school and he was like, So what you plan to do with your life? And she's like, I'm probably just gonna be a Twitch streamer streamer and start an OnlyFans. His response Damn. was like, So you're not even gonna try at life? Like you just gonna you just gonna go straight to that? <laughs> and the you wanna know what the funny thing is? It'll probably be moderately su- successful for her. It probably will be, yeah. Honest be. to God, because the problem is, as much as people like to blame the girls for making the OnlyFans and the Twitch accounts, yep. the these accounts wouldn't be successful is it, if it wasn't for, like, bitch-ass men that were just influencing them. Behind every single e-girl and OnlyFans model, there's about at least 100 to 120 simp-ass guys that are willing to pay for her to do this type of shit and that's who i really blame in this not the girl because honest to god if i was a girl i'd be doing this shit too hey it's a free bag you know it's the guys who's the root of the problem if the guys just stop then all this would stop and it's like the same thing with fresh and fit i know we watch abbott and preach but it's like all the girls on fresh and fit you'll be like oh i wonder why they get on there just to get berated because after the stream of fresh and fit all their viewers go onto the girls only fans and subscribe. So it's so hypocritical to like quote unquote dunk on a girl, but then at the same time go and subscribe to her only fans and just give her more money. Like if you watch Abba and Preach's video Sunday, it showed like the last woman that was on there it got like a 150% rise in her subscribers after the fresh and fit thing. And she said she'd do it again. Yeah. Like you get, a major amount of attention on you when you do these type of things and they don't really care. Just get, if you just got to sit there for an hour and basically just get shit on, but then you get like close to a hundred thousand dollars afterwards. Yeah. I want to do that again. And oh, it's just like, no, all like, mm-hmm. even the girls they bring on, even that, like, I mean, like they're not like they're, they're good looking, but they're not like gorgeous. Like what? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Bro, I'm not going to say my job. Obviously I'm telling you this right now. Sunny knows what my job is, but I like the regular ass people I be seeing at these places look better than these OnlyFans models, bro. Right, bro. Like what? that's become a, such a huge trend, right? It's like it's like nowadays you see me with like your average everyday model for Victoria's Secret, and then like a, like a, a girl working at a cashier for Wendy's. Yeah. Yes. The girls who are models have like body modifications with like plastic and like Botox, and like a girl working at a cashier that's just a that's a normal looking woman. Oh, and bro, talking about like everyone wanting to do something for clips. Have you seen the newest NPC trend on TikTok in the e-beggars? I have, I have. I saw that 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 uh, a black girl on there. She's um, that's a black girl with the blonde hair. Like she like she Pinky Doll in it. Yeah, oh, that's her name. bro. Yeah, what's, what's your name? Again? She's the most popular because she does all that shit, and then she has the OnlyFans. And the thing about her is people subscribed and then they like screenshotted her shit and they spread it on like the internet and all that for free. And so Pinky, instead of just like ignoring it, she basically made a response basically being like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Any of all this other shit, you know, that's just so evil of you and just basically giving them what they wanted. It was just, it's just so bad. And then she just keeps on doing this shit like, that that I saw that's her, and then there's a white girl named Cherry Crush. She was she's an OG internet beggar, by the way. 
She was, you know, those like ASMR strains where they're not really ASMR and they just like lick the ear, like Mike. Oh, you mean softcore porn? Yeah, she she was doing that shit before it was popular. She was doing that shit before it was popular, and and all that other stuff before OnlyFans. She had a Patreon and all that. I remember that she was an OG internet beggar, and. And now they even have like a black guy dressed up as Miles Morales, pretending that he's Miles Morales, trying to look for the spot in there. I would it's not crazy. Be surprised if half the stuff he was saying was like voice lines from the game, bro, I would not be surprised. Honestly. Bro, it, it's just so fucking stupid. But I don't think we need to be scared for our society only because Sunday, the parts we see are very condensed to be the worst parts. It's only on social media. But when you actually go outside, like I go outside almost every single day for my job. It's not like that, really. It's really not like that. You know, I mean, the, the Internet has this thing of where, like, it makes you feel like the whole world is the way it is. But, like, that's a problem being on the Internet for too long because, I mean, especially me, like, I like I like research and stuff. And I just see I just come across some of the most dumbest things. I'm like, bro, like. I know people are not this crazy. Like, no way. So, yeah, but it's easy to get that way. That reminds me, as, as if we're talking about the decline and stuff, another one of your topics and one of my topics as well, the declines of video games nowadays, bro. Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about Who, that. In that, I'm also going to rope in one of my topics. Have you heard of BattleBit Remastered? BattleBit Remastered. When did that, when did that come out? Uh, it recently came out like two weeks ago, by the way, not sponsored. If anyone's thinking I'm sponsored by them, no. And it's basically like a better version of Battlefield 4. Not better, but just like that. What? It's not up graphics wise, but it can hold up to 254 players. It's not a laggy mess. And it has gadgets from like Battlefield Hardline and shit. Like you can use grappling hooks and shit. And the gunplay is amazing. And there's like a ton of different guns and vehicles and weapons. And it just reminds me, it brings me so much hope that like actually good indie developers can come up with decent games that are not a buggy mess. Like so many things. Have you heard the, the game that we used to play? Oh, hmm? shit. I think I, I think I saw Phase Jeff play this. He was playing. I thought this was Roblox. This isn't Roblox. No, that's not Roblox. This is his own thing. It just looks like that. Oh, but okay. they're like shutting down all of this shit. Like, and the games nowadays are just so low in just quality. Like, I, I know this might be un like an unpopular opinion, but you know, like Exo Primal, that game just came out on Game Pass. Yep. I do not like that shit at all. It it just. It, you there's no variations of the game mode i use i thought it was going to be like vermintide where there was going to be missions and you get to go through with your friends but now it's just basically a race towards the end and then occasionally you play overwatch at the end where you push the cart and kill people and other Wait, enemy teams mm-hmm. do you remember gambit from uh from destiny yes I think, if anything, the game, the way you describe it, kind of reminds me of Gamut, where, like, it's trying to combine PvE with PvP, where, like, you compete with, like, resources, except this time it's dinosaurs, and then at the end, you, like, fight each other for Overwatch. I mean, yeah, I feel like the game was trying to, like, I feel like Capcom wanted to have, like, a multiplayer game, but they weren't sure if they wanted to do, like, a story, so they just did both, and maybe this is what they came up with. It's just, I, when I play a game like that, like I don't want to feel like like when you play by like I I even forgot Exo Primal, 
The thing about it is you're both doing the same missions and it's whoever does it faster basically gets a major advantage in the end game and basically kind of wins unless you bring it back. And right. if all of your teammates are not sprinting out the gate, you can just kiss that victory goodbye no matter how fast you can be because it just punishes you for not being on time. So if one of your like players is AFK, you can't start the next mission without them. Seriously? Yeah, it's 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 bad. Like but the gameplay is good. There's like a decent amount of characters. I do tend to see like a lot of meta picks before, but so it just seems like the same copy paste shit, bro. Like the new Gundam game or like the old Gundam game that we used to play a lot is getting shut down, bro. Yeah. I know one of our friends, I'm not gonna say his name, but one of our friends, he told he told me like November is getting shut down. And I was just like, it felt like it literally just came out. I mean, it was on I, PC for the longest. But. Like less than a year on like console, at least, bro. I was so mad when I heard about that because it was like, oh man, it, it, it just, I felt so angry because it just felt like a cash grab for like Gundam fans. Like, Literally, it was like, okay, we'll put all our effort into a battle pass, give you, like, how many new characters? Four to eight, maybe? And then we'll just dip and take your money? Like, in in no variation of the game modes, too, basically? Like, the same maps? Same game modes? I think it's just like, what is it? It's like, there's... There's Team Deathmatch, there's Capture the Point, and then there's... I forget what... I think that's pretty much it. That's it? Capture the Point, yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, the game was doing well. It wasn't, it's, the game is not dead. It, there was no, like, downplay. Apparently, uh, it, it was kind of grindy, which I can mm-hmm. kind of see why. But at the same time, it wasn't overall bad. Like, it was like a, it was a good Overwatch clone for Mecha fans, which it was. But, I don't know. I mean, having a live service game requires a lot of money and effort and just, like, continuous development to keep people coming in. That's kind of why Fortnite does so well, because like Fortnite literally updates every other week or month. Like, there's never a moment where I don't hear about Fortnite not like having a new season or like a, a new gameplay mechanic. They literally add new gameplay mechanics, so yeah. it's hard to compete. So, yeah. I don't know. It's just the decline in quality, especially from these major game companies. Basically, like basically Overwatch Two is dead now. If you don't already know. And, it, it, bro, they just didn't fix shit. I already left. I gave Overwatch 2 the benefit of the doubt for so long about the only... I don't even like Overwatch playing it that much. It was just a toxic mess no matter what you got yourself into, right? No matter what. Ever since crossplay was enabled, it just went down the shitter. I was holding out just... I just want the story mode. Just give me the story mode because I'm a, a very much a co-op gamer. I don't really like PvP, but I'll play it if I have to. I was like, just give me... The thing you promised. Just give me story mode. Yep. Didn't even like we're just pushing it back for years. We don't know. And but instead, how about you have a new battle pass and a new skin that'll cost you forty dollars? Come on, man. They, uh, I think was it? Then they originally said they're going to be like giving out. I think the story, but it's like in pieces. But you have to pay for it. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you have just to pay for so... mission too. I don't think, maybe, I I don't keep up with Overwatch anymore, man. It's I mean, just. It's like, it's one of Blizzard. I know another Blizzard thing, like uh, Overwatch is declining. 
I know Diablo Four. Diablo Four came out, and that like Diablo Four launch was really good. It got it got received so well. Mm-hmm. Now it's like people are kind of mad now because recently they just announced where um, Blizzard did like this patch where they just like they nerfed all the classes, like every last one of them. God, so, for no reason. Yeah, I mean, and now it's like it's getting harder to grind. So everything is nerfed. Things are getting harder to grind. It's harder to reach the world tiers. And I'm like. I get it. You want things to be balanced and people to work for it, but why would you have to nerf everything so hard to that level at least? Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. That's why I'm really holding off on buying games and I'm really just waiting for Game Pass to release new stuff. If I was a PC gamer, trust me, I would have a much more positive outlook on this, but I am sadly an Xbox gamer and have no room for PC and do not want to learn PC and how to control with mouse and keyboard, but that that's the state of gaming right now, at least on the console side. And it doesn't help that like still PlayStation and Xbox players are at end, especially since the uh, Xbox is like buying parts of Blizzard or Activision or whatever. So we're getting all the they, Call they of Duty games for free. They won, that. they won that. So we're getting all the Call of Duty games. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. But another thing... Next topic we're going to go into, Sunday. I'm gonna let you start this one off because it's right. one of your things. Cool. New gen anime is questionable and too mainstream. What do you mean by that? So new gen anime, as it is, right, is I feel like the problem with new gen is that because anime is becoming mainstream, we have Crunchyroll now and we have other uh, streamings for anime. Since anime has no has a mainstream audience. The, uh, I think because of that, the audience isn't necessarily, they don't have like a feeling of like what anime was back then. Like I would say like early 2000s to probably like late 90s to, to is now. And the golden age. Yeah, yeah, pre- yeah the go- pretty much the golden age. Yeah, the golden age. And, and pretty much now you have people who are just kind of like seeing anime and the cool fight scenes and just like, oh, I'm in the anime now. And they don't know what they don't know what's good. They don't know what's good. And I'm not trying to be mean here, but like if you're new to this, you're not going to know what's great and what's like a literal masterpiece. So if all the no, you can be mean here. I, I talk shit a lot about those type of fucking people, the okay. the my hero academias of the world. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you 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 just it's, it's it's simple. You don't know better, and so you look at the anime that is now and think it's amazing. But if you don't ever give a chance, to like look back and be like, oh, we used to have this and that. It's like, well, that's old. It's, the animation looks so like grainy. It's like, okay, it's grainy, but the animation is fluid as shit. And, and the story is good. Do not forget about the like, bro. If I had so a fucking, oh, if I had a dime for every single fucking isekai that is the same, I could have I could have bought at least a fucking Popeye's chicken sandwich by now. Like, I I swear to God, like, how about, in my opinion, for half of these fucking isekais, how about you just make them their own anime? Instead of the guy dying, how about you just start out in the world and they just get the powers, okay? Just don't, just just cut the whole isekai part out. Because after, like, episode seven, he even, you forget that he was even in another world. Like, he and he doesn't even reference it again. I think I think the only anime that probably like really does like what an isekai is supposed to be is probably ReZero. And then I would say, um, what is it? What's the other one? It's called, oh yeah, Jobless Reincarnate. Jobless mm-hmm. Reincarnate and ReZero consistently have characters that are reminded 
about where they're from and where they come from, like the world at least, and who they were in that world and how they're developing in the new world. But if you look at ones like, I guess you could say, um, I, I think Shield Hero counts, and probably like a time I got reincarnated as a slime, and probably Konosuba. They don't care about the old world. They're just they're they're in that new world. There's no references. It's just you're in a magical world now. You were chosen by some type of god. You have like these gifted abilities. And that's pretty much it. Like <laughs> that's literally it. So, yeah. And just also, like I talked about it in my first episode, and I'm gonna bring it back with you today. Okay. The anime community. So I don't know. Back when we were younger, if you right. talked about liking anime, you got bullied the fuck out of tremendously. Right. Now, liking anime is the equivalent of being like, oh, yeah, I'd like to listen to music. Like, just something like that. Like, something so broad that everyone says. Basically, like, it's, it's the number one basic thing for you to say. Much, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it doesn't help that the other, like, half of the anime community is just degenerates. As I said, the sexualization of everything. We can't have shit in the anime community without some fucking degenerates trying to fuck it. Especially if you go to Comic-Cons. Now, Sunday has gone to more Comic-Cons than me in my life. I've only gone to, like, maybe one or two conventions, and he's gone to more. And do you have any creepy stories about niggas at Comic-Cons just being degenerates? I got a couple of stories. So um, I've gone to MechaCon. I don't know if y'all heard about this, but like it's uh, it's in the South. And I've been to MechaCon about, I think, four or five times. I think I first started going when I was like, I think, like, I think it was like 2018, 2019, but no, probably 2016, I think. 20, somewhere around that time, like the late 2010s. And first going there, MechaCon is definitely like, that was the first time I ever saw like, the community, the anime community in our area really come out like strong. And I think the cringiest thing I've ever seen was, um, I'm trying to think of a good point. I think the cringiest thing, first of all, the cringiest thing I've seen or the general thing is that you will see plenty of grown men. I mean, men in all shapes and sizes of all ethnicities who will be in mate outfits with, I'm talking like platform shoes. Some will be skinny as hell, buff as hell. I'm talking like the full mate outfit. And like maybe like makeup and all, and they and they walk around proud. They got they don't care how people look at them. They don't care how people judge them. They will walk around proud and like they're not going to do the whole girly voice. No, they're just going to just be themselves. They're just in a made outfit. And then I think another what's another degenerate thing I saw? I think one degenerate thing I saw was like, so you know how you come across a lot of girls who are right. uh, I think like skimpy clothes. Uh, what is it like? Uh, I mean, like the body right? suits. You mean? Not bodysuits. So, you know, Quiet from Metal Gear? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a girl who was cosplaying as Quiet from Metal Gear. Now, listen, if you're a girl and you're cosplaying and the character you're cosplaying is half naked, like a lot of these female characters are, uh, you got to have the confidence for that shit. Right? You got to. Like, it, it is what it is. And she was cosplaying as Quiet. And you can, you can, I saw just from a distance by her walking, she was like, she was like really insecure, kind of unsure about it. One dude literally approached to take a picture because, of course, like, the cosplays are so cool, you want to take a picture. Some mm-hmm. dude approached, tries to take a picture, and she just, like, literally, I'm talking, like, literally shrivels up, and she backs away, and, like, she's, like, panting and shit. And the dude is just like, you know what? Like, he, he asked first. You know, he just, he, he didn't, like, just take a picture. I know where he asked. Like, he, he's like, can I take a picture? And she was like, um, um, and he's like, you know what? Don't worry about it. And just walk Yep, away. that's what I would away. do. You know what? Yep. Don't need to be doing that shit nowadays. Uh-uh. No. 
Nope. Don't don't ever do that shit, honestly. As soon as you see that girl is uncomfortable, you walk your ass away. Yeah. But um, I think besides that, and also at MechaCon, there was like this tradition where every year at MechaCon, you had these group of dudes that would literally dress up in the Akoski uh, outfits from Naruto, and they would wear like picture masks of like different American politicians, like Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, while that's playing funny. like the pain theme. It was the best thing ever. But I think my thing is like that's MechaCon here. I know I've seen degeneracy much much worse on other cons, like in, like Comic Con San Diego and LA, much worse. Much worse. We need to uh, we need to go to that once we free up and we get actually have a schedule going and we get, get more freedom in our lives. But we need I'll, I'll go with you. But I've been to a couple ones. I'm not gonna say which ones I've gone to. I've been like to like to two. And right. the most degenerate thing I've saw is that a girl was wearing like an All Might bodysuit. She was dressed up as All Might, right? Mm-hmm. And this yeah. one guy, skinny ass guy was following her the entire time like wherever she went he just followed and he got to the point where this guy had to get kicked out basically because he was just following this girl so much it was like oh it was just so cringy and and everyone knew that he was following her but they were just he was they were just looking for a reason for him to do something slightly weird so they can just call him out on it basically and That's he smart, finally, you know. okay. yeah. And so he finally did that, and I was like, "Thank God he got kicked out." And that just really saddened me. But another thing, a cosplay I want to do my first ever cosplay. I want to be the spy from Team Fortress Two. I I got inspiration from this because I've seen other people do it. They dress up as a spy from Teach Fortress Two, oh, but yeah. they would have their like paper mask as like an anime character or like something, some other shit like a furry or some shit, and pretend to like sneak in the anime con, like be one of them. So I want that to be my first cosplay. Just get like a red or blue suit with a ski mask and just put like a paper, uh, think of like Naruto or whatever, and just walk around. Right. Right. Right, that, that's that's nice. Those are all good. I mean, I want to cosplay, but it's just like, it's it, cosplaying is definitely like a lifestyle. Like I've seen people yes. who put like so much money into that. Life. It takes a certain type of person to cosplay. It really does. A good cosplay. Let me get that straight. A good cosplay. I've seen some amazing cosplay. I've seen. I once. I think I saw a dude with like a. He was cosplaying. I think a space marine from forty k, and it was like the full outfit and all. He was like at least six feet with the outfit or taller. It's crazy. That's got to be at least three thousand dollars minimum. Oh, probably but, five, five thousand at most. I won't be surprised. It's ten k. That's it. Was it looked great? It looked great. So yeah. We are winding down here, and so we're gonna get to our last third of our topics over here. So, as we're on the topic of anime, I want to know some anime you recommend because, as you know, Sunday knows we were big anime watchers over in high school, but yep. do the stuff right now. I stopped watching anime. So, you have any anime you, you would recommend? Anime for today or anime back then, or like just in general? Any any anime I need to any get anime? into. Um, well, if you're if you're a person who's new, which I would not be surprised. Uh, I think a good anime to get into new. I'm not gonna name the big. I'm not gonna give any big three recommendations. Those are those are literally a dedication. I'm gonna start people off small. Um, I think a good anime for people to start off is probably I would say um, uh, this one's an OD, and it definitely has age. But Black Lagoon, Black Lagoon has two seasons. It's twelve episodes each, but it is a great story. Uh, it's it has good characters, memorable moments. It's extremely mature. So um, I will admit, like. 
it does get dark and graphic, but it's really good. I think Black Lagoon's good. You have Blue Exorcist, that's really good. Um, if you're a person that likes, not every anime is like that weird like little girl with like the big eyes. No, I mean a good anime that I think you would that people would like for today's for today. If you want a good anime for today, I would suggest Fire Force. Fire Force is really good. Uh, a lot of fan service, but overall really good. I heard some stuff about that. I heard it's pretty good. Yeah, so and Fire Force is good. Yeah, Black Lagoon. And I would say for a third one, um, just in between, I would probably say. Um... Oh wait, hold up. Let me turn this off. Hold up. Mm-hmm. That was uh, that was one of our friends calling. I would say yeah. um, Blue Exorcist, Black Lagoon, and uh, yeah, Blue Exorcist, Black Lagoon, and Fire Force. Those are good. All those are good. Yeah. And our last topic of anime, I guess, sorta, sorta, kind of anime. If you don't know, Sunday, I'm planning on getting some tattoos later on this year. I'm planning on getting maybe like three or four. I don't know if they're going to be later on in the year, like all in one sitting. And I've already made my mind about one of them. I wanted to get, you know, Soul Eater. I wanted to get Soul's like little like emblem somewhere on my uh, on my body, probably on my like arm or something like that. And I wanted to get like like Death the Kid the symbol that one, like the reverse uh, the upside down handguns. No, no, no! Like the skull, you know what I'm talking about? Like you know how the soul oh, forms up? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, or I wanted to get like a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure like uh, birthmark, like the star birthmark. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Yeah. what's a cool? It doesn't have to be anime, but a gaming icon that you would recommend for me to tattoo. I'm gonna ask all my uh, uh, people that come on my show this. A gaming icon. Or just something like a cool gaming tattoo or anime tattoo that you would like to have. Oh, a perfect one. You you know Dishonored? Yes. Oh, oh on your hand? Yeah. That oh, looks, that one looks. It's mystical. It's mysterious. It doesn't. Look um, like, it doesn't look like that. Like a, you know how you like people who get tattoos of like the kanji shit on their back. And like oh, like it means water. Like bro, get the outsider's mark. It's mysterious. It's so it's esoteric and it looks ancient. It would be so cool. Oh shit! I might actually yeah. do that then, and it's like relatively painless. Uh, but I will probably see because for most of my tattoos, I want to be able to cover them up because you know with my line of work and all that jazz. But uh, get it on one, maybe like the shoulder, maybe like bottom forearm. You know? Maybe, but you got to get it on the hand though. If you're getting it though, you got to get I mean, it on you the want hand. To fully dedicate the hand. Yeah, you, you, it's going all or nothing with that type of tattoo though. Right. But um, with another in the last thing for today, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about a good work slash life balance. And what I mean by this is that I don't know about you, but I have definitely struggled with having a good work life balance. I come back home from my job and I am very tired. And Sunday can tell you, I, when I get on Xbox, I'm on it for like 30 minutes, like maximum. And then I get off and I just feel like I told them, I was like, I feel like I'm in the grinder, bro. Like, I feel like I'm doing nothing. Like, I need I need stuff to entertain me. I need not entertain me, but to make me feel like I'm actually doing something with my life. And so just friendly reminder to everybody who's listening. If you ever feel the same way that I do, like some things I did was just take a step back and just maybe if you have a, like a lot of annual leave or a lot of leave at your job, take that day off. It's just eight hours. OK, most of the time it's just eight hours. You'll get it back. And just focus on stuff that makes you happy, you know, and just be yep. consistent with it. 
And I wanted to get some of your uh, experiences with that, Sunday to see if you ever felt the way that I felt before and what you've done to get uh, out of it. Well, uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to speak too much about my job, but I mean, I, I will mention that my, my job is remote and that's a that's a different experience in itself. I mean, a remote job is nice and uh, I wanted to get a remote one. It was extremely difficult uh, because, you know, you have to compete with other people around the world. But I think the best thing about a remote job is that it's very flexible. And uh, I mean, you're, you're doing it in the comfort of your home, but it also requires more discipline because you're at home and you're expected to, like, you know, be on time and do stuff more and. But I think the problem with the, I think the biggest like con of having a remote job is like, yeah, you're at home and you have, you don't have to worry about going out or having to like dress up, which is amazing. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not trying to be a, I can't be a hermit, man. I can't like, I like, I'm an introvert, but I can't be inside too much. I know being inside is not healthy. I got to go for a walk. I got to, you know, maybe go down to the store. Uh, it's easy just to get into that cycle of just like waking up, rolling over, getting on your computer and just like kind of being a slug in your room. Just like, I don't have, like, I don't want to get to the point where like, I don't leave and be like, I'm just crept in here. I I, I mean, we have a friend I know he referring to who literally barely goes out. Like he just stays inside and like, that's right. I'm not trying to get like that. I'm not trying to get like that. So I just need to maintain a good balance of like, you know, you know, being diligent about being remote, but also being like, I gotta, I gotta go out. I can't, I can't be inside every day. At least go take a walk instead yeah. of getting DoorDash, go to Walmart, you know, exactly. maybe buy a couple weights at home. That's what I did. I bought some, a couple weights, buy adjustable yeah. weights. They're worth your money, by the way. If you don't know, you know, but, uh, definitely, yeah. it's just keeping it, you know, fresh so that you can never fall down into one place. But it is yep. the end of our topics and the end of the show. Oh, before we go, one last topic. I just thought this was funny. All the memes going about Op- Oppenheimer and Barbie on the same day. How people are going to go watch new- the Nuke movie and then immediately go watch the Barbie movie. Right? Yep. Bro, um, um, in my opinion, that's a waste of $40, bro. I don't know. I don't know about you guys. I don't know because it's the now the generation of today and especially me with TikTok and all that. I'm not sitting yeah. still for like six hours at a time in the movie theater. I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> Bro, that's that's literally I think because like I'm pretty sure Oppenheimer's probably two hours. I wouldn't doubt Barbie's two hours. So that, that's like literally if you think that's technically like six, four to five, probably like four to five hours of your of your whole day gone. Like your whole day, whole sunlight, like your whole Saturday or Friday gone, basically for the meme. So my whole thing with that is like, I mean, I saw somebody who was like at the movie theater. He went there. I think it was like probably in the day. And it was like he had a whole movie theater to himself. And he's like, I know exactly why people are not going to the theater. He's like, I got here. I'm in this seat. I watched this movie. I got a big bucket of popcorn. All this was $33. I was like, $33? Do you know what I can get with $33, dude? Like, you could Bruh. just buy Disney Plus or Netflix. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I see uh, why people don't go. It's just, it's too expensive. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah completely understand, man. And with that, that is the end of our topics and the end of our show. Uh, Sunday, do you have anything you want to plug in at the end? Any YouTube, any channels, anything? Currently, I do want to get back to my YouTube soon, but I'm not going to recommend it just yet. You know, hasn't been updated in a while, so I'm a that'll be for a later thing. But besides that, uh, well, I enjoyed this. I like this. So yeah, 
I, I really appreciate you being my first guest and hopefully sooner in the future uh, you can be on again because I really enjoy our conversations. And, uh, I, you know, I just really appreciate you. You know, you're, I have, I don't have a lot of friends, but the friends I do have, I, they're my ride or dies. And, uh, I, I really appreciate all that you guys do for me. And, and with that, that is episode six of thoughts with Ron, you know, my spiel, you can find me anywhere you have podcasts. If you have any questions or stuff you want me to talk about in my next episode, leave them on my YouTube channel, Thoughts with Ron. Leave them in the comment section. Subscribe and all that jazz. See you next week for next episode. Have a good day, guys. Peace out, y'all.